Hi guys, before we get into this podcast, I just want to warn you that this episode contains conversation about sensitive topics, including depression and suicide, which might be difficult for some listeners. If you feel uncomfortable with these subjects, please stop listening now and pick a different episode. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's Girls No Filter podcast. Yes, it is the 10th in the series. Oh my God, where has that time gone? Kel, Gab, are you with me girls? Hi. We're here. <laughs> How are we? I mean, I can't believe this is the 10th in the series. It's been a really fun series actually. We've had some great guests, haven't we? Oh, it's been brilliant. I can't believe we're nearing the end of the year. Like we're coming to the end of the series, the end of the year. You've already put your Christmas tree up. We need to discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, you finished your presents in September know, and you started mince pie making that's a given. last week. That's a given. We expect that of me. But I mean, you've never, ever gone this early with your tree. I'm I'm shocked. But Hell no. It's normally a rule. It's 1st of December. Yeah. But it's 2020, girls. Anything goes. And if I can spread a bit of joy early on, I'm going to do it. I just thought sod it. Like, we're in lockdown. Where else I, is there I to don't go? blame you at all. Boring. Can we discuss Jessica's reaction to my tartan theme on my Christmas tree the other day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that. For the listeners, Gabby put in the the girl group how she's thinking about doing um, her tree and in tartan theme. So I was like... Right. Okay. Talk to me. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Where has it come from? And do you have any Scottish heri- um, heritage? Her- 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 what is heritage. it? Heritage. <laughs> heritage. I know. I love it. But then Gab's explanation. <laughs> it was like for me, nothing says Christmas more. Like kind of old fashioned. <laughs> Like old money world, Christmas at the Savoy, Victorian playrooms, like as kids, than tartan on a Christmas tree. Do you know what I mean? That vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it could look amazing if you do it right. And I actually think it would really go in your front room. Not that it's tartan, but you've got nice, like, you've got like some nice blue (laughs) colours in your house, haven't you? Your tartan thing. It'll go with your tartan. I did actually consider tartan wallpaper at one point. There's a really nice Ralph Lauren tartan wallpaper, and I thought I could quite fancy that with like big Chesterfields and stuff. But I mean, in a hotel, yeah, in your home, no, no thanks. (laughs) No, you could get um, you could get ghost a really big tartan bow for his head and sit him next to the Christmas tree with you and George and be like family Christmas card. <laughs> oh my gosh, you need to do that! I would love that. No, all in your barber jackets like, and your wellies. <laughs> oh, that your sounds like the dream. Your barbers <laughs> with your flat caps on, all next to your tartan Christmas tree. <laughs> I can have, see are it you now. definitely are you definitely going with tartan? I might I might think about it for a little while, Jess. I mean, I would like to put the tree up this weekend, hopefully. I'm gonna send George out with the dog because I won't be able to put it up with him in the house. So I might just say, you go out for two hours and then when Ghost comes back, there'll just be a tree that appears in the corner and hopefully he won't notice it too oh, much. Yeah, Will he like pick down. the baubles off the bottom? And same goes for Ottilie, Kel. Like I was thinking it earlier, like how does how do Christmas trees and like toddlers and dogs like that go? hand in hand I don't know because this is our first year with her sort of toddling around so last Christmas she was she wasn't even interested even in the wrapping paper she just was too young she was four months old so three months so I think yeah this year she she's gonna absolutely love the tree the decorations everything so I, I said to Warren the other day that my theme this year is gonna be bright like full-on pink, orange, green, like colour, 
but I was just going to do like pom-poms, like soft pom-poms. Oh, love. Just to decorate the tree. I approve. Just in pom like bright pom-poms, because then if she does pull them off, it's fine because they're not oh, going to yeah. break. Because she's going to be drawn to the tree. Obviously, it's lit up, like there's going to be loads going on. So, yeah, I kind of thought either I was going to just do ribbon and bows or maybe do bright and go for like pom-poms. So, but When I, you say bright, do you mean like neon? No, just like bright color like bright blue pink and lovely like ma- multicolored yeah, exactly, with, yeah. with some co- multicolored lights or white lights no white lights always white lights here? honey right okay because <laughs> i remember last year i've got to be honest your tree looked like someone had eaten it because it had nothing left on it it was the most sparse tree i've ever seen and this is coming from me who looks like someone's thrown a christmas shop at it yes exactly but, so we're a different end of the spectrum aren't we very different ends, but I, I mean, I, I, I had to put glasses on to see your decorations. I, I was like, what? Where are I they? I apologise. But I get very festive. I just don't go full on with the like different ornaments and baubles. And I'm just quite minimal in that department. I just like one theme, one colour. But I think the bright theme, like Merry and Bright, I'm going for. I think I love that's that. going to be quite like, yeah, full on for me, actually. So, so we've got my tree that's like, pinks rose golds and gold and has 1000 decorations on it yeah at least and then we've got gabby's tree who's which is going to be like tartan authentic <laughs> savoy hotel you know stuck up the own ass that kind of vibe <laughs> and then we've got kells which is like a fun multicolored explosion yeah. so between the three of us we've covered all bases We've got some Larry trees there. Yeah, I feel so excited about yeah. Christmas this year. You know, like I'm normally like a bit of a humbug with it coming so early. But this year I feel really excited about it. And I'm like, I can't wait to like buy all the big packs of sweets and chocolate and biscuits and just celebrate yeah, it. I think we're the end shit. of 2020. Yeah, Christmas is such a time of just pure joy and happiness that I think... I'm really embracing it this year because I can't wait to like just feel that spirit again after this year has been so shocking. I know. Yeah. Oh, I I, it'll you. be it'll be lovely, and I just hope we can all get together and celebrate somehow. But it will be a real celebration, I think, this year. Sort of like you say to end the year, won't it? Rather than yeah, yeah the usual. Just and you won't take it take it for granted. I think we'll really appreciate everything. I hope we'll won't be able we? to do our annual Christmas Eve jaunt this year. Oh, I know. Pub drink. No, Best night out think of the year, will. I think, Christmas Eve. I know, I love it. I love it. Yeah, but I hate getting too hungover. I don't. But I, I think that's well. because your Christmas days, Jess, are quite big, aren't they? Like, there's a lot of you. It's yeah. full on. The karaoke machine's out. The shots are out. So if I ha- was having going to yeah, your Christmas, I wouldn't want to be hungover either, as I think. Yeah, to be fair. For our final topic of the season, we decided to speak about mental health, which is such a huge thing across the world, obviously, and is, I think, statistically, I don't know exactly, but I'd say probably every other person these days is what I hear. And uh, yeah, I think it's something that's very close to my heart in particular and something that's extremely relevant. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably do also struggle with mental health. I'm not going to say issues because that just makes us seem weird, but mental health. Full stop. Struggle with mental health. Yeah. Mental health. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. But when you say that, Jess, let's dive straight in. When you say people struggle with mental health issues and that makes you seem weird, why would you be concerned about that firstly and secondly 
how have you struggled with your mental health? Because we know that you've had your own issues and struggles. Sorry to call them issues, but it's it, like it is the it's the obvious thing. Well, it is an it? issue, I guess, isn't yeah. it? Because it's something that is real when it happens and it's shit. But um, yeah, so I think like when it comes to me, I um, I would say if there was a spectrum of mental health, I would say I'm like from zero to 10, 10 being the worst, zero being like the least. I would say I'm probably at about 6.5 to 7. I think. I don't know. And I'd only say that just because I've been at the point where it's been so bad that I'd rather not be here. And I think for me, that is when you really know that you suffer. And also not only that, but when it comes over me, when I'm in, when I'm actually, in fact, in the happiest point in my life. So mine has been anxiety and mild depression. And I got diagnosed with that when I was about 26. But I believe it all stemmed from, a, a, I'd probably say a rocky relationship earlier in my 20s. And also I had a car crash, didn't I, on the M25 where I thought I was going to die. And I think the shock of that is what brought on the panic attacks. Well, I know it is. And then I think after that, when I got into TOWIE and stuff and then like I was on this massive high, I came crashing down on like series two and a lot of changes in my life. I split up with someone I was with for five years and I, I moved home and I was now suddenly in the public eye and everything else. And I think that that is when my depression hit and I just, I had a bit of a breakdown, just basically didn't know what home was anymore because nowhere in the world felt like home. It just felt constantly homesick. That's how I'd like to describe it. I just basically knocked on my brother's door because we lived in the same building of flats and I just fell to the floor and was just crying and saying, I don't know what, I couldn't even really explain how I felt because I obviously didn't know what was what it was. And also, like I said, like you said, Kel, it's a very, the reason I say about the issues and stuff is because it is it has always been a bit of a taboo subject. Like we've moved on net from then, it's now nine years later and thank god it's spoken about so much more and everyone's being open and honest about how they feel and if they suffer with it and it's more people than than you'd ever expect and in fact not only that people that you would never expect like so many people when they hear that I suffer with it go really like you seem so confident and happy and it's like yeah but that's the point like I, I, I I've been at my worst when I've been at my happiest it's the weirdest thing but um just to explain Sorry, that a bit more on in and terms on and I don't of being at your worst ramble, when you've been but... at your happiest. What? How? How does? How do you get to that point when your like general demeanour is happy and you would come across as being in a good place? So the only way for me to describe it is when I was doing dance, 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 and I was so happy about getting this job. It was it was like made for me. Like I could perform music videos and dance and whatever. And I came out of training one day and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And the only way to describe it is a burning. I hate even talking about it. Like I said to you girls before we started this, I hate when I'm feeling in a good place mentally, which I really am at the minute. Thank God. And I really do thank God for that and the universe because it's the most important thing at the minute for me to have good, strong mental health. When I go there and I think about it, it brings it back. But um, I'm just going to be strong and I know that I'm going to be fine. But it's like this burning feeling through my chest of like, burning that's the only way to describe it and this deep dark massive cloud comes over me and it's like oh and it's I can't like it's hard to explain it's it's not that like I can't get out of bed it's not that I want to kill myself it's like I just feel crap and shit and lost and alone and no one will understand what I feel like and I don't want to feel like this I want to feel happy again and it came over me like on my sister's sick 
13th birthday she had a big party in the garden and um I woke up and 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 that was it I didn't want to leave my bedroom I didn't want to go downstairs I couldn't feel happy I couldn't feel excited I just felt crap and there's been so many occasions like that and when I was doing the dance show it just hit me like so hard and I was like but I'm at the happiest point in my life I'm so happy to be doing this show I've got my lovely flat I'm going home to I'm so excited about my future on this show that I love doing why am I feeling like this and I think that's the most important thing that I'll say like not in a nutshell but to really help anyone out there that suffers with it like it can come over you completely sporadically and when you are supposed to be your happiest just like ride the wave and like know that it you have to well you have to hope and just be like so strong through it and read books one of my big things is um listening to self-help podcasts so when I'm pottering about the house if I'm having a bad time I'll just put them on the speakers and listen to them and they're, and they're a lot about like um positive thinking almost like the secret like that kind of vibe like and also ways to monitor your positive like your health and ways to monitor your mind to thinking positively and getting yourself out of dark thoughts because that's they're the worst things and just one more thing sorry I'm rambling I'm just trying to get all of this information and experience out so that I can pass on how I feel and then we can obviously discuss but when um I also feel like I basically recently spoke to somebody who was in the industry of like psychiatric help and stuff and apparently stuff to do with suicide which is another thing that's obviously some people that are depressed take their own life because they don't want to live feeling that feeling anymore a lot of that can be OCD so there's a there's a there's a trend and please don't quote me on this of course I'm not a doctor I'm just passing on some information that somebody told me you basically there's a there's a there's a correlation between OCD and suicidal thoughts so for instance my thing was always um some like take my own life take my own life and, and almost like a bad voice in my head and I never would, like I would never, and I would never go to even close to doing it. But it was like this voice, like, take your life, take your life. And I think what they're basically saying is if you have OCD, which I do in, in lots of different ways, my family have got OCD, like it's just one of those things. I haven't got it bad, but I have, I have got signs of it. Mm. It is that, and it, like it made me feel so much better. And even if that's not true, and even if it's not the case, and you know, like, or it's just one theory that's against lots of others, I mean, I'm sure it's not the case for everyone either that has those thoughts. But for me, it really rung true because I have always had OCD. I've always been like, oh, if I don't make this traffic light, I'm going to do this or mm. I need to touch wood 15 times, you know, whatever. It has to be an even number. It really made sense to me. And I was like, that makes me feel so much better that those thoughts aren't because I want to die. They're actually just because I have this OCD problem. And it's almost like a, I'm always like kind of my worst critic. So I'll always test myself and challenge myself. And I feel like that's what that other voice does. Mm. It pushes me to my limit. Um, so I just wanted to share that as well because it might help someone else mm. that has had this before. Sorry, it's probably really sounds crazy no, to you guys. No, it does not that you, one you bit. Don't have that's, this. The, that's the thing that I think we have to all appreciate that like these are people's thoughts and feelings and n mental health, none of it is crazy. None of it is crazy, but everyone everyone has mental health. I don't want to say everyone suffers from mental health. Everyone has mental health and it's how we deal with our own mental health, how, how we look after our own mental health and our wellness and, and well-being. And yeah, like you say, that by you saying that might help someone else because they can relate to it. So it's not because it's crazy or weird. It's just personal to you. And that's, we're all different, aren't we?
the brain is just so, yeah, the brain is so complex. And I think that's what we forget. Our brain works a million miles an hour and it has obviously thoughts that are so shallow, so deep and everything else. So anything is possible for you to think, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going crazy if you have those thoughts. It's like, for instance, like remember last this time last year, girls, I was really bad. Mm. I was really low and I didn't know why. And I went to the doctors and basically I, I was on medication quite a mild medication and I and I've changed to another medication now and it's also quite a mild one but that's what I needed mm. and I was at the happiest point in my life I mean I was I was so I was doing really well and and I was I'd met Will obviously I was in in honeymoon period with Will but I just was feeling so low and crap and just you can't shift the feeling like we was we were ice skating in Somerset ice rink for his birthday that I I got for us and um just ice skating around thinking oh Ugh, don't want to be here, don't want to do this, don't feel one bit happy, don't feel one bit Christmassy, don't feel... Like, it was It was his birthday, bless him, and I just didn't want to be there. And, like, then I cried before we went out for dinner. I just had my hair and makeup done. We were going out on this massive night out with all of his friends to this big restaurant that was, like, 30 people going, and we were staying in this lovely hotel, and I just sat on the bed, and I was like, please understand this feeling I have. I can't, like, I, I can't live, like, feeling like this. And... I just don't know what to do and bless him. He dealt with it so well. And then obviously I sorted it out afterwards and everything is fine. But it's just it's just one of those things. But I always say like, I know it sounds silly, but it kind of, everyone's special in their own way. And it's just like, it's just is me. Yeah. I have, you know, I've got talents and I'm positive and I'm happy and I'm, I laugh a lot and whatever. But unfortunately, I also suffer a bit with mental health and so long as you kind of you act on it and you look you you take care of it and you go to a doctor and you seek help and you speak to people like you can monitor it and you will be okay and i like i feel great currently like which is great and i have done for quite a while now i've touch wood turned a massive corner at the beginning of this year and i and i've been good do you think suffering when you're at your happiest or at really good points in your life could be something to do with the fact that there's such an expectation for you to be enjoying it and for you to be feeling really happy and not to be feeling down that it almost pushes you there if I'm honest I don't know because because I always say how it can be chemical or it can be environmental like you can you can be anxious and depressed because of what you've been through or you can be anxious and depressed because chemically serotonin in your brain isn't as high as it should be so I don't know because I'm not I'm not 100% aware of which mine is, but I think that that probably has got a bit to do with it. And sometimes, yeah, it can be. Like, remember, Gab, you were saying on the podcast a few weeks ago, you were like, sometimes I'm in a moment and I'm like, this is so, I'm so happy that it doesn't, Yeah. I can't yeah. bottle it. Do you know what I mean? Like kind of yeah. that feeling, like you feel like you should be so happy and, am I happy enough though? Am I appreciating this moment enough? It's like, yeah, like you kind of, you test yourself, don't you? And push yourself to certain limits, which is just not, not, like human nature, I think for people that are ambitious and they want the best of the best. And Definitely. I don't know if you know what I mean. don't know if I'm making yeah, sense. but You totally are. Gab, how, how about you, Gab? How have you, would you say that you've suffered with mental health issues or that you it's, even this year, like with everything that's gone on, that you've struggled in any way with your mental health? I think like on a really top level, my mental health is pretty strong, I think. I think I'm quite resilient. I think I deal much better with big tragedies in my life than I do the smaller things, which is quite weird. 
So like, you know, like obviously I lost my dad. I've had two miscarriages. I've had a pretty rough couple of bumps over the last couple of years. And I obviously you, I mean, grief is, I'm separating grief from this conversation because it's obviously a different kettle of fish, but I feel like I am quite mentally strong dealing with things that are big in my life. Not so good dealing with the small things like little pressures make me anxious, like, and it stems from people pleasing. So if somebody says to me, come out Saturday night and I really don't want to go out on Saturday night, that will cause me an, an untold amount of anxiety the whole week. <laughs> I'll be in a real stress mm. over that. And it's like, it's, and it's coming from the people pleasing thing. It's like, I don't want to tell this person I don't want to go out on Saturday night. I'm actually getting a lot better at it. And I think like, obviously you girls and like other friends outside of our direct group know that about me now, like know me well enough when I just want to go, mm. I just want to be on my own. And they they like leave me to it. They're like, Gab, do you want to come or not? And if I say no, they totally accept that from me now. So like, it's just a kind of a given. It's not that I'm struggling. I just quite like to be on my own a lot of the time. I'm quite like a, not a loner, but I'm just quite introverted. So I like to be oh, on my yeah, own. I'm so envious of people that, yeah. that, that don't ever suffer with anxiety. Like I'm so envious of those people. Is It must be so wonderful in life to not ever feel that anxious feeling. I think feeling. nobody, there is not a person on the planet that hasn't felt anxiety. It's an emotion. That's no. like saying, just not feeling guilt. Exactly. Like everybody feels anxiety. I, I don't think I've ever heard you say to me, Gab, or you, Kel, oh God, I feel really anxious about this. Like it's so Oh, of course, weird. we all get anxiety. I must say it a yeah, thousand like, times. I, get anxiety. I guess it's a, it's, it's the difference between experiencing it and it well. suffering with it, it well. right? It's like, and it, and it's triggers. Exactly, like you yeah. might be triggered, Jess, by something that's completely irrational. Like you will wake up and feel that level of anxiety for absolutely no reason. Whereas I'll feel it because of an event that's happening. And that's the difference, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. You're like, like, I don't know why I'm feeling yeah, like this. Like, and that is... You can't yeah. explain it. You can't describe exactly. why. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's, I think, what the separates whether you suffer with mental yeah. health or you don't. Yeah. And I think that's when people get confused. They they drop the word. Not, I'm not saying you, by the way, Gab. I, I totally... You get anxious about situations. Yeah, people of course. Do, Very different to suffering with anxiety. Some people drop it like, oh, I've got major anxiety. Well, yeah. this, is, this is what I was going to ask because obviously now, you know, in this era, we talk, we are open about it. Like you said, you know, when you opened up this podcast, we are open about the topic now. Mental health is, it's a big topic of conversation in our day-to-day -day lives. We're checking in on people, especially with the pandemic that's gone on this year, you have to check on people's mental health, their well-being. Mm. But are we overusing this whole, my mental health is struggling situation you know are we overusing that phrase i'm struggling with mental health when actually like it's you're just feeling just a bit lonely feeling certain or, emotions yeah. and i know it they all link to your mental health and your well-being but you know is that unfair of me to even suggest that because should we am i part of the problem saying that should i be more open-minded and say well that's precisely what it is. Mental health is everyone's well-being and mental it is. state. It's the same as physical so health. It should yeah, be. A, it's, yeah. Well, it is, I suppose, isn't it? It is. Yeah, because everyone has feelings and you're allowed to feel lonely or whatever and not have a mental health issue. It's just 
a crappy feeling, but it, is that what you mean? Yeah. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I suppose, Gab, because you, you often say, Gab, how's your mental health today? And you'll, you'll ask it as just a general question, how's your mental health? And I will take that, I'll assume that question means how sort of comfortable and happy and content I am like rather than you know am I suffering with anxiety just am I content with life (laughs) because and and I I think you mean like you 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 ask that because of everything that's going on and because like we say we're all checking in on each other regularly and so I suppose we do use that term of phrase now on a day-to-day I think it's a basis. really important question to ask because you just hear these horror stories of like these people that obviously can't face the world anymore and take their own lives and you speak to their friends who are like, oh, I had no idea that he or she was feeling like this. And that to me is got has got to be one of the scariest feelings to deal with as a yeah that that's what that's what makes me feel crap and scared yeah like Like, can you imagine someone so close to you god forbid doing that and you just had absolutely no idea at all so i think it's really important to to just talk about it as openly as that like how's your mental health today on a scale of one to ten me and my colleagues say it to each other all the time Mm. it's it's important to normalize it yeah definitely and it doesn't mean everybody suffers not everybody's a oh my mental health's a a one out of ten today it doesn't mean to say everyone's suffering with a mental illness there's a difference between mental illness and 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 mental health mental health is universal it's like physical health you either do well with your physical health or you don't and the same same with your mental health but I think what you suffer with Jess is is an illness if you don't mind me saying it's like you've been diagnosed with a mental illness which you take tablets for mm. or whatever else that's a, that's a different level to people just saying how's your mental health today mm-hmm. you know yeah there's different levels to it all I think that's the best way of explaining it like with mental health you either you either get it or you don't but but there's extremely different levels of both yeah, if that of makes sense One thing I will say, though, and this is probably a bit controversial shot coming from me, but I do feel like if you don't suffer with mental illness openly, then when you have something serious on or you feel really down in your own mental health, then people don't necessarily take you that seriously or it's almost like you get into anxiety wars like no mine's my anxiety is worse than yours because I suffer with it or no, 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 I feel more stressed because... You know me, I suffer with poor mental health. And all of a sudden you feel like you're having to really justify how unwell you feel in your own mental health. Even if you might not suffer with an illness, you almost feel like you're having to say, no, 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 I feel really bad about this and to be taken seriously. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's almost like because you've said you don't suffer. Yeah, totally. And I get Definitely. that. Like, it's because, yeah, if, if you, you're you not like a self-professed mental health sufferer it's like if you feel down or like slightly fragile in your mind it's like you're not allowed to because it's like well you don't understand because you don't get it yeah exactly. I understand totally and a lot of it is I think saying. maybe you're suffering and not even realizing like some days I will get really bad anxiety like I said earlier over certain situations not just out of the blue I don't suffer with that thank god but situations will trigger my anxiety where I feel like I'm in such a state of panic but then I'll just think to myself well this is just like normal feeling stressed about something gab like don't panic but then it's like 
what if that is actually really bad anxiety that I suffer with that I've got no idea about? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, how do you then go... Yeah, it's like, do we have to put a label on it? And no, we don't have to put a label on it. Like, that's the point. Like, everyone, like I said to you, there's such a big... When I say a spectrum of, like, one to ten, that's, like, one to a billion. Like, there's so many different aspects to it. So I think, yeah, that one important thing is don't put a label on it and actually just feel how you feel. definitely. Because... Also, it can come on you like later on in life. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not necessarily, you're not necessarily born with it. It's like. No, and I think you go through waves or periods in your life where you are feeling more, I'd say, confident in yourself, in your own skin. So it, it could be at work. It could be physically, like how you feel about yourself, your appearance. It could be in your relationship at home with your partner. It could be like as a mother, like how you feel you're doing. So in any area, you know, how you feel you're you're doing and performing. But if you feel like you're not doing that great in any of those areas, well, f- this is personal, I guess. This is for me. I may, might suffer with feeling anxious about it, but I wouldn't say I suffer from anxiety. Mm. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. But that's the thing. There's like social anxiety or health anxiety. Yeah. There's different forms of anxiety. So I think when it comes to mental health, you can't say that if you don't, ha- if you have anxiety, it doesn't mean if you get anxiety about something, you are a mental health suffering. Like I just said to you, there's so many different mental health things. Like you can still get anxiety, but not be a, essentially a mental health sufferer. Exactly. You could just have health anxiety and worry yeah. about your health all the time or being around people. But someone said to me a little while ago, um, a good friend of mine, she was like, Jess, you're, you almost aren't happy unless you have something to worry about. And it really rung true. Yeah. She was like, stop looking for things to worry about. You need to stop stop chasing things to worry about almost. And I was like, she's so right. It's almost like I'm looking for things to fucking worry oh, about. I, that is 100% your trait, Jess, looking for things to worry about. Yeah. You're either looking something to worry about or you're chasing the night, as we would always say. Back in the day when we used to go out and get pissed, remember those days? (laughs) (laughs) You are, you're always chasing the night. I think, yeah, that's just a personality trait, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm afraid we're built the way we are. Mental health, it's like, I'm a worrier. That's a personality trait, not a, yeah, not, I wouldn't, you know, not a mental health issue. Like, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So how do you girls feel your physical health is like linked to your mental health? And what like what do you do to help yourselves in that area in terms of working out? And do you do you feel like there's a direct link? Obviously there is, it's scientifically proven. Yes, you definitely do, don't you? Yeah, there definitely is. Definitely. Yeah, I think, um, don't get me wrong, if I'm on a down period, I still think that if I worked out, I'd still feel that way. But... I think in day-to-day life, working out when I do just makes me feel more alive and proud that I've accomplished something and that enables me to accomplish more throughout the day and feel better about myself, which in turn probably helps me feel better in general. I just think a quick blast, even if it's a 20-minuter, I actually did the other day, I did a dance, there was a 20-minute Latin dance class online and well, you should have seen me in my kitchen. Honestly, <laughs> Did you dress I would have. No, I was in my gym gear with no makeup, my hair screwed on top, looking like an absolute beast. Did this like twenty-minute thing, and I was laughing to myself so much, thinking, "I wish like if this was on camera, a lot of people would have a fucking good laugh." I must have looked like a nutcase. Oh, the jive, wow. Oh, no. 
off the scale, cannot do it. Like, it's so hard. And there's me thinking I'm like this proper, like, yeah, I can do salsa. I can do cha-cha-cha. Of course I can. I grew up doing all that shit. Oh, no. Honestly, like, she was going so fast. And there's me in my kitchen. The dog, Cooper, looks at me like I'm a nutcase. Bella goes upstairs because she's scared of any quick movements. And I was going quick. But, like, that short, sharp burst, I felt so alive after it. And I just think, like, any little thing like that, it definitely is a very, very good piece of advice for uh, good mental health and just sort of a good pick-me-up. What about you, Gab? I am one of the few people. I know how you feel about exercise yeah, in general. Yeah, I fucking hate it. But she runs like I can't yeah, run. Yeah, but I, everyone's different. I can't do hit like you do it, Jess. It bores the tits off me, but... Interestingly, a run doesn't bore me. I don't know why. I think it's just where I listen to my music and clear my thoughts a little bit. But um, I, as you know, am not one of those people that has to exercise to feel better, which I thank the Well, I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, really. I feel like it's a blessing because like, uh, one of my like really good friends at work, she, she works out for her mental health. That is the number one reason why she will go for a run because otherwise she really suffers if she doesn't exercise. And I am the complete opposite. I'm like, if I have to go for a run, then I'm in a foul mood all day. Whereas, like, <laughs> I'm never happier than sitting on my sofa. What's the point in doing exactly. that? But I'm, I'm never happier than sitting on my ass on a sofa with a glass of wine, food, George and the dog. Oh, like that. tell me about it. I, I When I say I force myself into these HIIT workouts in the morning, I get up and I stomp around putting my gym stuff on and I hate every second of it. But I know that when but I'm that's finished, what I, mean. I'll feel I don't better. Feel and that. <laughs> I just it just doesn't do it for me. Like I just mm. ex- physical exercise. I hate the thought of it. I hate it during. And I'm not that impressed after I finished it. Like obviously, if I like I did the six k run the other day, I felt good. I felt good, but I don't. I'm not like oh, I feel so much better mentally. Like I just, I'm just not one of those people. It's probably a curse because I wish I would, did care a bit more about it because I'd be a stone lighter. Let me tell you. I'm going to say something really controversial. I don't know if running changes your body. Like, are you putting yourself through all that? Like, listen, I don't know. I'm sure it does. And I just hate running. And I'm sure everyone that runs is really fit and slim and everything. But like the hit classes that I do at home and stuff, I'm sure like is the only way that I'm not an absolute heifer because what I eat is just is a disgrace. The amount of food I eat, as we all know. We, we all know, we get the Jess girls. food diaries every day. <laughs> yeah, you do. The guilty Jess diaries. But like... Where I do the hit stuff, I feel like it at least keeps me a little bit toned and like sort of keeps my waist That's a little bit you do trim. It every Whereas, day, it's a frequency thing know, for like, you. Just... I run once in a blue moon. If I ran four times a week, yeah. no, you don't. You're always running. No, I'm really not, Jess. I go through like phases, but um, I haven't done a, a run for since I'm, I went to that class I told you about, and then I went upstairs for a run instead. We was going to go to a class. You did a six point two one yesterday. That's what I'm saying, but that I can't remember the last time I ran before that. So if I was doing that four oh, times really? a week, bloody hell, I'd be a stone lighter, two stone yeah, lighter. Yeah. And Kelly, what do you do? What do you bring to the table? I don't. I don't do anything. <laughs> but this is the thing. So for me, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it massively helps my state of mind. I understand that it does. I understand that, like, it obviously does it does change your state of mind but I don't feel like I need it that much to do it because I feel happy enough as I am I don't enjoy it I don't enjoy working out and I get into like 
into kind of some routine and I'll do it very hit and miss. So I'll get into like a phase of doing a few runs like and I'll do two or three a week and I'll do that for like four weeks and I'll be like I'm a runner now and then <laughs> and then I completely give it up and I don't do it again for a year so I'm just I'm not committed enough to do anything I don't enjoy anything enough and I don't it doesn't give me enough of a buzz to do it every day whereas for Warren it's completely about his mental state he has to go otherwise he fe- he feels very like it really gets to him like he he just like it's massively helps his mental state and he's one of those people that just does it to yeah like get all the happy endorphins flowing you know and i know that so many people do it for that reason and throughout lockdown it's been bloody hard watching everyone's fitness videos going out because everyone's doing it to keep their mental state it gets me down seeing it all because i'm like oh i feel like i should be doing it but I don't want to. No, but you're also like a mother looking after a toddler and cooking all day long for your amazing Hills meals. So do you know what I mean? This is what I'm saying. Like it's like we're not superheroes. We we, we do what we can. I don't have a toddler running down, running around. Yeah. Like, but for me, the, I, I get doing something and, you know, some form of exercise. I get why that would make you feel better. And one thing that I do enjoy doing is walking. Like I'll go out for like a couple of mile walk with Ottilie in the pram and I do feel better for doing that. So I know that is a form of exercise, but it's not proper exercise, is it? So I can't say, you know, I'm working out. I'm not really breaking a sweat, but it's being out in the fresh air. It's like seeing the world. It's like just enjoying being outside and yeah, doing something with my daughter as well. So I yeah, do do that's um, what bicep I do. curls every night from the fridge, a chocolate bar into my mouth. That's a little bicep <laughs> curl there. Just yeah, lift I do. I, the chocolate. I make my gym. Hell, you look amazing considering you don't work out as well. Like, you look amazing. I'd love your stomach, seriously. Like, who are we talking about? You. you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Like, Sorry, I missed that. You don't that. work out. <laughs> I missed that. What are you girls looking forward to most in 2021? Oh. Well, I'd like to say my wedding in Hindu because it looks like girls, it's happening. Woo! I know, Please, I can't bloody gosh. wait. Yeah, freedom. <laughs> freedom I'm looking forward to. But like I had the last time, like last lockdown, I actually did have a little bit of anxiety about coming out of lockdown last time. I remember Jess was like, what the hell? Why, why are you feeling like that? But I loved the idea that everyone was like in the same boat. We were all at home not allowed to do anything and there was no pressure there was no fomo there was there, a cozy feeling to the first lockdown there at was the beginning but yeah, then i'd say in the last three weeks sense of community people were doing things to help each other out people were sending i was sending messages to people that i hadn't spoken to in a long time and you know like you were sort of reconnecting even though we weren't actually out like life was put on hold and we massively slowed down the wheels so then when life got back to normal it was sort of like quite exciting at first then we realized there were loads of restrictions so it wasn't very normal at all and then lockdown again so it's been such a roller coaster of a year next year i think like actually i will enjoy the freedom i will enjoy that freedom of booking a flight and thinking we can go away yeah we can hopefully all enjoy jess's wedding together and having things in the diary i love filling my diary don't i so i just I hate looking yeah, at my... I've struggled with that as well, Kel, when the lockdowns have happened. Oh. I hate not having like stuff coming up in the next week. So I'm like, well, wait a minute, I need to fill my diary. Like, so this week, like I said, I, my, Monday was my Christmas tree day. 
Tuesday was workout and the, like clear up the cupboards in the kitchen day. Like, do you know what I mean? Like every, Definitely. that's the hardest thing as well. You, yeah. you still have to put things in your diary, don't you? I do. I make lists every day, even when, yeah, we're not allowed to do anything or go out. I'll always make a list of, of things to do every day just to, yeah, to get through. How about you, Gab? What are you looking forward to next year? Well, obviously the trips to celebrate Miss Wright getting married, please God. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just going to basically try and say yes to as much next year as possible. So I'm looking forward to 2021 being the year of yes. Like, obviously, Jess is getting married. I've got another really good friend of mine getting married. So there's like her weddings abroad. So there's two abroad weddings, two Hindus abroad, hoping to throw a baby in the mix at some point. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, even oh, the other day, I was it's like... It's going to be a big I'm, year. It's Hopefully... I was thinking the other day, how am I going to do all of this next year? Like me, obviously me and George want to go away to Barbados again next year. And I was like, how am I going to do all of this next year? But I was thinking, don't say no to anything. Just work, work out a way and just get to everything you can. Yes, that is is the spirit, Gab. That is the spirit. And it's actually quite like we've been through, I was just going to say before, we've done this series during both lockdowns and it's, it's been emotional, guys. No, no like it's <laughs> it's crazy to think that we're at the end of because we've done it all remotely. Our, we've not seen each yeah. other the whole time we've recorded. The yeah, whole thing's weird. been remotely, and thank you, listeners, for being there and listening. <laughs> we're going to open series three and go. We're in yet another lockdown. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're, we're going to record it, going... it from uh, Dubai yes! on the hen. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, my god, it's, wouldn't it's, that be great if we did like a Hindu podcast series? I'm sure the listeners would love that, right? So this has happened last night. This one's pulled that one, even though she's we can married. This one to all our friends. <laughs> oh, I don't think there'll be any dramas. I think that 2021 is going to be amazing. It's going to be when we can all go. Yes, we can go out. We can do what we want. It's going to be amazing and just so much fun. And I think next time we come back, guys. We are going to be in a different space. There's not going to be a lockdown and we are going to just be wishing all of you from now until then and from from then on the best of the best. <laughs> just, yeah, the best we of the best in everything. All of your I thought you were going to say Merry same. Christmas then. I was like, it's a bit too early for that, but all right. <laughs> yeah, and a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. We have had a ball and we hope you have had too. We can't wait to see you in 2021. And I'm sure we're going to have so many more stories then. And stay safe and lots and lots of love. From Girls No Filter. Ta-da! <laughs> see you next series. Bye! Bye. If you're feeling depressed or unsure about your mental health, the most important thing you can do is talk to someone. The Samaritans run a confidential 24-hour helpline, which you can call for free in the UK on 116 123 or visit samaritans.org for other ways to find support. You should also contact your local GP. Please remember you are not alone. There is always someone to talk to that wants to help.